Cause we got the alternative energy right. For a nuclear free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Welcome to the Radioactive Show. I'm Michaela. October the 15th marks 63 years since the first atomic bomb test on the mainland at Emu Field in South Australia. A year after the first atomic test on the Montebello Islands in Western Australia, Totem 1, a 9.1 kiloton bomb, was exploded at Emu Field in the Great Victorian Desert in South Australia. The legacy of the atomic tests still impact Aboriginal traditional owners who continue to be subjected to the radioactive racism of the government and nuclear industry. In a statement, Aratiwanti, Vasini, The Poison, Leave It, that was released in Port Augusta on September 3rd for the Citizens' Jury of the Nuclear Fuel Cycle Royal Commission, South Australian Anangu and Yura, Aboriginal traditional owners, call on the Citizens' Jury to reject the plan to turn our homelands into stores and dumps for international high-level nuclear waste. The nuclear industry has a track record of Aboriginal dispossession and environmental pollution, from the atomic bomb test to uranium mining to nuclear waste dump proposals. The government says the nuclear waste dump proposal is different to the atomic bomb test. But Inadi Vasinyi, radiation is radiation, Poison is poison. Government stripped Aboriginal people of land, land rights and heritage protections for atomic bomb tests and uranium mining. And exactly the same thing will happen with the high-level nuclear waste dump. Aboriginal traditional owners have first-hand experience. Poison water, poison plants, poisoned animals, poison people. To this day, traditional owners wear the scars and hurt and pain but still continue to tell their stories. We take responsibility to share our mura, chukopa, wapa, ancestral stories, and insist that you also respect our songlines. This week, we'll be speaking with Paul Brown, the director of the Nuclear Futures Project, and Yalada artist Steve Harrison about the exhibition titled Nuclear. It's showing at Tandanya Art Centre in Adelaide until the 12th of November. And it's the latest exhibition in a series of projects and events organised by Nuclear Futures that is exposing the legacy of the atomic age through creative arts and informing current debates around our nuclear future. Firstly, can you just tell me what inspired you to start the Nuclear Futures project? Uh, Well, the whole program comes out of about two decades of work that uh, that I and some other artists have been doing on nuclear issues and dates back to the Adelaide Festival 2002 and to uh, the inspiration of another artist, Lynette Walworth, um, who's also been making arts works about atomic issues, about nuclear issues for a long time. And uh, it's also the 60-year anniversary of the Maralinga bombs. So there were seven major bombs let off at Maralinga and, and they were followed by a series of minor trials. 
and all of that across the period between 1956 and 1963 when Maralinga was the British um, testing zone for nuclear weapons. So our, our whole program is inspired by that history and also by the desire to keep telling the story of atomic survivor communities so that that story is not lost. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing just the timing. It's so fantastic to have these stories being presented in this way that's really accessible for people to engage with at a time when we're having to consider all these serious decisions about, yeah, our future in this regard. Yes, I think um, when we... Uh, well, just to tell the story a little bit more, our current program started three years ago and we, first of all, worked with the Balaclava community where a nuclear veteran, Avon Hudson, lives. And uh, the photographer, Jesse Boylan, um, did a series of works with Avon and they formed part of this exhibition. But we were one year into our program when the news about the... Um, Royal Commission here in South Australia broke and um, suddenly our program had uh, an extra layer of, of interest and significance. And we've always been trying to tell those stories of atomic survivors and in the current debate about nuclear issues, I think it's a really good way to ensure that the, the voice of those people uh, is brought centre stage um, so that the consultation processes that are going on around, uh, for example, uh, radiation, the, the radiation uh, from a nuclear waste dump and whether Australia should have a nuclear waste dump, um, those kind of discussions, the hearing the voice of atomic survivors in those debates I think is really important and, and that's now one of the things that we're trying to do with this exhibition. Mm. I imagine also that process uh, of working with people in these communities that were directly impacted has been a really valuable in itself for them. Can yeah. you talk a bit about that, what, how that's been? Mm. Well, the, um, the process that lies behind the, the nuclear showcase is one that uses community arts workshops, um, close association between artists in community and visiting artists and tries to uh, uh, tries to find the voice of the community, if you like, through the creative arts processes. So, yes, it's been a very, um, a very interesting, certainly a very emotional time uh, as, as artists have worked through some of this history. And uh, we've been connecting... The Australian communities, especially the community of Yalata, which is an Aboriginal community way out west in South Australia, we've been connecting them with uh, Japanese atomic survivor communities as well. So that process has been uh, very important, very emotional and very, very significant in, in alerting the two cultures to the history that each of them share, but there are also differences. So, yeah, there's a lot of depth to the um, the history of the project, um, just as there's enormous depth to the history of atomic testing and, um, and the impacts that it's had on communities. 
This is the Radioactive Show, produced in the studios of 3CR and heard across the land thanks to the Community Radio Network. We're hearing from Paul Brown about the latest offering from the Nuclear Futures Project, an exhibition titled Nuclear. Uh, we've had the doors open for a couple of weeks in preview mode and it's already got very strong interest here in Adelaide. And um, as, as we move forward across the next six weeks, um, there, there's the launch tonight, uh, there's uh, other workshops coming up, a seminar, uh, other events associated with the exhibition. So it's a display of artworks coming from Atomic Survivor communities, but it's also, uh, I suppose, a, a clearinghouse for discussion and debate and uh, exchange of ideas about both the history but also the future mm. um, and, and what might be done about um, greater recognition for atomic survivor communities and then, of course, where Australia might head uh, with regard to some of the proposals that are out and about in South Australia. But I think people coming to the showcase would, um, first of all, enjoy the artworks which range from paintings to sculpture, pottery, digital projection, film. And uh, there's also a, uh, a soft sculpture from one of our Japanese colleagues. She makes replicas of the atomic bombs um, using kimonos from the era of the bombs and sewn together with her own hair. Um, she's making a commentary on the impacts of, of bombs down through the generations. And um, so the range of exhibits in the showcase, I think, would interest people. And, and then um, I think it all adds up to uh, a message, which is the voice of atomic survivor communities from people who are somewhere close to the heart of the matter, if, if you're talking about nuclear issues. Mm, yeah. Thanks so much, Paul. And Steve Harrison is right here. Fantastic. Um, uh, so uh, Steve was closely involved in the Nagasaki Sculpture Project um, mm. and uh, he can tell you all about that. But he's also um, part of the team here at Tanzania who are um, uh, showing the, the works and so he's one of the guides working in, in the exhibition. Anyway, here's Steve. First of all, my name's Steve Harrison. My stepfather, the late Dr. Archie Barton. Um, I followed his journey of getting recognition of what happened to his land from the time he went across to to England. Um, unfortunately, he's passed on now, and um, I'm sort of more or less carrying his work on. And my involvement with the um, sculpture project was um, at the time I was I've been working in the Alaska as a carpenter and um, up in the Maralinga lands in a place called Oak Valley and, and I got involved with the sculpture project in in, um, in the Alaska last year and um, ended up going across to Japan and presenting the sculpture to the Japanese people of, of Nagasaki. Mm. And at the moment here, what we're doing at Tendanya is we've had 
we've made a second sculpture and we've set that up here and um, we've got audio vision of um, our trip and I'm helping run the Piazza show over the period of time that it's going to be here and uh, we're getting a lot of a lot of interest from people um, from Australia-wide and and international ones as well. Yeah, so it's more or less telling the story about um, what happened in Maranenga about the 50s. Quite a lot of people that have come in and seen the exhibition have I didn't even know this had happened. Um, and uh, so... So more or less, it's sort of better, better late than never to tell our story, so we can make people aware, so this will never ever happen again. And what was that experience like, traveling to Japan? Oh, that, that was an experience I'll never forget, because uh, we went over last year, uh, we went about March last year to talk, talk with the um, Japanese people themselves and check out the site, and then. We came back. We would have wished to have um, presented this sculpture last year as it was the 70th anniversary of the uh, dropping of the bomb in, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But uh, better late than never again, I suppose. We came back this year and we took it across over to Japan and we presented to them. The experience was, oh, it was something I'll never ever forget as another group of um, um, atomic survivors had come as I had went over earlier in April earlier to install it, me, myself and the other sculptures that we both worked on this this cover person by the name of John Turpy and um, the other group came across 21 days after so we got to do the old um, country from the south to the north to the east to the west meeting a lot of people and uh, that even they didn't know that this had happened in Australia and uh, now it sort of brought us two communities closer together so we share a common bond You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. That was Nuclear Futures Director Paul Brown and Yalada artist Steve Harrison. And to find out more about nuclear, you can go to tandanya.com.au and the broader Nuclear Futures project at nuclearfutures.org. You can find photographs and film of the Yalada artist's trip to Hiroshima to deliver the sculpture to the Peace Park there.
the world begins to be a devastation to a race that loved you so deep. Steve Harrison from Yalada. There was so much secrecy around it at the time. And you were saying your father, he travelled to England to get them to to clean up. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, him and and a couple of his brothers, two of his brothers and his brothers back in Australia, my uncles, Mr. Dickie's voice, had gathered some contaminated soil from up in the Maralinga area, and they um, they jarred it up, and they'd taken it across, and they presented this to the British. And uh, this was back in the eighties, and um, uh, presented it to them and asked them to come back and clean up the um, start up the cleanup. They defeated them in court, and uh, so they finally. Um, um, got them to, you know, come back to Australia and start the clean-up. Do people feel satisfied with that process now, with the clean-up that's happened? And Oh, you know, I mean, um, it's hard for them to accept what happened because they can never go back and make a home there. Um so another community was set up about 170 kilometres west of Maralinga. Uh, so Oak Valley was created. Another community from those survivors. They couldn't actually go back onto the land. And then there's another community over the West Australian border called Junjungara. They were also um, survivors. 
they were also displaced from Oak Valley, uh, Oak Valley, Aldea, you know, is where they all originated from within that area. After the bombs were, were let off, a lot of people went north, east, south and west. So, um, you know, never ever, it was never the same again. Yeah. Uh, and the story was never, ever, ever, ever told. And until about now, what we're doing with it now, we've got an international arena and um, people in Japan were quite amazed and didn't even know this had happened. Yeah. And I'm so glad to be part of that process of getting their story out to the world. Yeah, absolutely. And so how does it feel now with the the Nuclear Fuel Cycle Royal oh, Commission? Yeah. I mean, the, they have a cheek to chuck it back into our face again. It's a reason why we had, we had to to leave that area because of the nuclear tests about the uranium. Now they want to come back and bury it into our country. And this exhibition, I believe, and I feel that it's going to give some weight to um, stopping their proposal of setting up dump sites in that area. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Now we'll hear more from artist Steve Harrison from Yalada. So you've been guiding people through the exhibition. What has people's responses been? People's responses are oh, quite amazing, really, and uh, so heartwarming. And they're coming up to me saying sorry to me, and uh, you know, and, um, because of the secrecy that surrounded it, and now it's we've, we've got it as an exhibition. We have three, four parts within the exhibition itself. We have the Aboriginal, um, we've got the Anago ladies from Yalata's art, art exhibition. The paintings um, depict the bombs at the time, you know, and uh, yeah. And then we have a section there on a chap by the name of Avon, Avon Hudson. He worked up at Maralinga at the time and uh, He's seen the injustice that was was happening, and he he opened his mouth and um, told his story. Yeah, and then we have another sculpture there from a lady in Japan. It's of a bomb that was made out of her grandmother's kimono, Japanese dress. A shape of the bomb, the actual size of it. And we have another artist from Yalata who works in clay and also drawings. So we have we have quite a selection of um, different exhibits here. Yeah, it just sounds amazing. Yeah. It's the right place and the right time for it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It mm. is. See, we took this exhibition to Brisbane last year, mm. but we didn't include this sculpture that we had taken to Japan because we made another copy of it. Yeah. And, and we've got that sculpture, we've got the second one that we made, uh, we've got that set up here too as well. It's of a tree, it's called a tree of life. And it's of a dish, a Kulamon dish, we call a pity dish, sitting in the tree. Um, the shape of the tree, I suppose, I came up with an idea of 
someone offering with their hands out. So that tree had two branches coming out and we place it in that. And because where that tree comes from, that, that, um, the dish itself comes from that tree. It's a tree that we make our digging sticks out, our boomerangs and tools and stuff. So it's got a, it's got a meaning to it. And, uh, you know, so that meaning flows right through that tree and that dish and, and the peace offering. Yeah. That was um, was installed in Nagasaki. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Radioactive Show. And is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, um, I'd just like to say that, um, if, um, you know, there's a lot of video, audio stuff on this. It's, it's, if we can get that out to the wider community, so that we need all of Australia to to realise what has happened to these people. Yep, that's it for sure. Well, thanks again, Steve. It was lovely to chat with you. Yes, thank you very much too. This is the Radioactive Show, heard across the land on the Community Radio Network. And we've been speaking with Steve Harrison. He's a Yalada artist. And we've been talking about the Nuclear Futures Projects. If you missed last week's show where we talked about two other touring exhibitions that are commemorating the legacy of the atomic test, you can find the podcast at 3cr.org.au backslash radioactive. And you can hear from Curtis Taylor talking about collisions, which is screening at ACME in Melbourne and the Art Gallery of South Australia. And if you're listening elsewhere, you can visit their website, collisionsvr.com, to find out when it's coming to a location near you. Black Mist Burnt Country is also touring, and you can go to blackmistburntcountry.com.au for venues and dates. That's all we have time for today. Thanks so much to Paul Brown and Steve Harrison for joining us on the show. The Radioactive Show was produced in the studios of 3CR on the lands of the Wurundjeri of the Kulin Nation in Fitzroy, Victoria. And we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded and pay respect to all the elders past and present. The Radioactive Show is broadcast nationally thanks to the good folk at the Community Radio Network. You can find links to everything we've talked about on our Facebook page. Email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter. Before we leave, we'll hear a tiny bit of recordings from Hawker's first protest rally against the proposed National Nuclear Waste Dump that are recorded on Sunday the 9th of October. Please tune in again next week for more Dump news and views now. on nuclear peace and energy issues. Dump the dump now! Dump the dump now! No means no! No means no! Don't dump a look enough! Don't dump a look enough! Don't dump the Flinders Rangers! Don't dump the Flinders Rangers! Don't dump the Flinders Rangers! You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. 
For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.